100%. The more questions you, that you can ask someone, and I'm not saying in, in terms of an interrogation kind of way, you want to make sure that it's it's you're yes. actively in the conversation. It's not just, okay, now I'm going to ask this question, right. then I'm going to ask this question. But yeah, starting with something light is my recommendation. <laughs> but hey, if Jesus works, uh, don't What's I the don't last four of your social, Jim? <laughs> <Yes. Yeah, exactly. laughs> They're speakers, authors, and real-life rock stars, bringing you life-changing thoughts that rock. Taking conversation all the way to 11. Most shows only go to 10. Well, it's one louder, isn't it? These go to 11. To 11. This is Thoughts That Rock. Now, here are your hosts, Jim Knight and Brant Menzoir. That's right, that's right, that's right. What's up? Welcome, thank you, thank you. Please have a seat. Our crowd got bigger than the last episode. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on Thoughts That Rock. Yeah, okay. That's enough. Honestly. Please. It's embarrassing. Good God, that was Brand embarrassing. Play with the toys. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you know what we are. We're a 30-minute podcast uh, where we share you know, life-changing advice around a current topic or subject challenge, whatever that might be, all those things. Yeah, and we used to do two life-changing pieces of advice. Now it's three. It's three thoughts at rock on how to... Inflation. Yeah. Believe me, that's going to be one of our topics. You and I might be talking about <laughs> yeah, that just ourselves. This time, though, it is going to be on how to connect with someone at a networking event. That's right, introverts. Unite. You have to. And uh, <laughs> believe me, we found the perfect person. I don't want to say found. We actually knew Rachel. It's Rachel D'Alta, who's a very good friend of ours. Uh, she's amazing. She is someone a... Sh- they should not be as talented and beautiful all in the same package. Thank it's you. Just... Oh, you were talking about Rachel. I'm so sorry. Good God. Very uncomfortable. We're going to erase that part. <laughs> cut, cut that. Edit. <laughs> Who's editing? Who's editing this thing? Rachel is uh, a keynote speaker. Um, she's also an author. Actually, her book, listen, you talk about how to connect with someone at a networking working event. Listen to her, her book. Connect with anyone anywhere, even if it scares you. If this isn't the perfect layup for her, I don't know what is. She's a communication and relatability expert, yeah. and, uh, man, she was just fun to talk to in our interview, wasn't she? She was. We had a fantastic discussion with her. We can't wait for you guys to check it out. Here she is, Rachel D'Alto. Bring it. There she is. Boom. You know, it's not often we get to have people of this incredible caliber on our podcast i feel very underdressed <laughs> you should be <laughs> underdressed uh rachel thank you so much for being on thoughts that rock i'm so happy to be here listen i got my jean jacket for you uh, guys you're rocking. like what's kind of like see. rocking i thought it was a got, early for leather she's got like <laughs> springsteen circa 86 going on I yeah feel, yes. i feel a little hungry hardish going on in yeah. that outfit today it right? doesn't have to be relevant at all no, it could be totally no, throwback it could be what i like it i love it and look at how my hoops on you do look at she's got the degrees in the background she's got a glo- i think it's a globe you know she's got books she's um, a chess set know just where you uh, are. You, she hit all of the things that that yes. we look for in a guest she's They're like well traveled degreed she's an author she's a speaker She's a myth, and we love her, and um, we just are incredibly excited. You know, we sort of switched up format this year um, uh, with the with the podcast, and so we're just going to jump right in. Um, right. We're going to talk today about how to connect with someone at a networking event, mm, and yeah. so what is your first thought that rocks around connecting with someone at a network event? 
So the first thought is really being uh, empathetic, not only to those around you, but maintaining the perspective that we're all a little awkward. And so I, I had this moment recently, I went to a trade show, I was speaking at the conference and I went to the trade show ahead of time. And I was in that kind of awkward turtle stage where I didn't know anybody. Uh, the one person that I actually think that I, I did know, or I, you know, I had some sort of relationship with at least online, wasn't there yet. And I'm walking around, I'm just thinking, oh my gosh, this is how people feel all the time. <laughs> Typically, I'm pretty extroverted. So just knowing, first of all, that people are just as uncomfortable as you may be. I did some research and I uh, one of the things that stood out to me is that 62% of people are uncomfortable around new people. So mm -hmm. really just understanding it's okay to feel a little bit awkward. Yeah. My first what thought. Do, what does it say about the ones that don't? Are they freaks? Are they, <laughs> are they, what are the ones who just, you know, I don't know, just sort of show up and, you know, they're, they're real comfortable around strangers. <laughs> it's awesome. I mean, obviously, if 62% do feel awkward, that means you got 38% of people, which is still an enormous percentage of people mm -hmm. who are just really okay with it. And, uh, and then there's the people in the middle where, you know, it might take them a minute to warm up to another person, but I don't think it makes anybody, uh, you know, worse or better. I think it's just the way that we're, the way that we're wired and our past experiences in those situations are often going to dictate how I'm going to act in the next situation. Mm -hmm. I, I have always adopted what I like to call the buddy system. Yes. <laughs> Whatever possible. Right. So yeah. I need an, I need, you know, as, as speakers, as we are, you know, we are often thrust into events where um, the client wants us to come and mingle and, and have dinner or do whatever. And I, to me, those are worse. They are the worst. I can't like, I, it's fine. You don't want to be like, here I am. Aren't you excited to hear me? <laughs> I'm who you came yeah, to hear now, today. Huh? <laughs> I mean, it, with, it, you sort of come off as a total tool. Uh, and so if not, you're like, it's such a weird position because you're it supposed is. to be the the draw, the keynote, the whatever, and you should be outgoing and engaging. And if you're not, people are like, "Oh God, well, this is gonna. How long yeah. is this talk gonna go on?" If that's <laughs> what is your recommendation for? Let's say you've got someone that that you could sort of lean into and be there with, or you are completely flying solo. Like, what are those? Th they have to be two different approaches, I would guess. Yeah, you know, it, it really is important to find that one person just to get your comfort level established. It, it really does offset all of those nerves because you walk into those situations and you you are aware of the expectations. Yeah. You're aware of, of what even your internal expectations are for how this outcome should be. And if you can find one person to kind of just settle down and take a minute with, I think it really does kind of reestablish um, the barometer there. And then but you can't just lean on that person. And that's yeah, really the, the one thing. Because how many times do you find? You're like, that's, you're mine. <laughs> so, there's the awkward awkward eye contact that lasts a little too long, right? That's yeah. the, yeah. H, what's your name? <laughs> you have Creeper. to know when to exit the conversation. So yeah. <laughs> don't linger too long. But utilize that to kind of get your bearings mm. and then and then branch out. Find one yeah. more person and then do the same thing again. So it really don't. is kind of the same. <laughs> do not stick don't around too long. Don't linger too long. <laughs>
You're just finding that I'm out. Just, that's a T-shirt. That's a T-shirt that I'm going to be wearing when I go into every place. Hey, don't linger too long around here, right? I, you were making a great point. Um, and again, I think because all three of us are speakers, if if the client wants you to hang out afterwards, I have no problem doing that. It yeah. is the the sure. one before. And I'll tell you, it's a little bit different, I think, than what you're talking about. If if they have said, listen, I want you to come in there and hang out with as many people as possible. They'd love to see you. They really don't. But they would love to see you because I've been in events. There might be two, three, four hundred people, literally high tops everywhere. And there's laughter and people are seeing each other for the first time in the year. Even if they don't know each other, they sort of have that same background. They're in the industry. And then here we are looking like a levy. It isn't. Hello, look at me. Sometimes I'm trying to be subtle, and I'll just sort of slide right into the high top of the conversation. They're like, oh, where are you from? You know, and you might even have the hello, my name is sticker on there. And I I might have a few yuck yucks, but it's so yeah. odd. It feels so uncomfortable. And I think, again, you sort of take that aside. It's already uncomfortable for us, and this is what we do. But yes. remember, I, there was a real estate uh, networking event that was going on in our hometown. I was trying to get Brant to come with me. And they sort of planned for this. Not only did they have the sticker, but everybody had business cards in their hands. So they go, we know this is uncomfortable. There's a main reason why you're here. It's to meet as many people as possible and, and figure out how I can sort of take your knowledge or your skill set or whatever it is and add it to my own. So people would literally walk up to each other in a group and they would just be exchanging cards. And even that might spark the conversation to make it a little bit easier. What what would you say? I know the we're, we're talking a little bit about in the speaking world, but let's just say a city has opened up to network with all these different people, you know, other than just realizing how you said, be empathetic, you know, everyone's going to be awkward. What does that do for somebody's psyche? What can they do to psych themselves up perhaps as they walk into an event like that? Yeah, which actually leads into my second thought here is is really about setting an intention, setting a goal. Because if you go into one of those events with, I just, my minimum goal is I'm going to talk to two people I don't know. And set it in, in, a, in a manageable way. You know, you don't, don't expect that all of a sudden you're going to be the most extroverted person possible and walk out with 50 business cards. But just really start with those two. And so allowing yourself to have that intention, you have something and a purpose of, of where you're going with this event, all of a sudden starts to change the way that you show up because mm. you're not just there to, to remember how awkward you feel or uncomfortable or whatever emotions are coming up. And, and oftentimes when I do see people setting those intentions and having a goal attached to it, there's a purpose that drives them that allows it to overcome and overshadow any sort of those nerves. Awesome. And, and your book, um, The Relatable Effect, when you talk about uh, these types of things, is it that you, you talk in, in broad, broad ideas that you can put this into any situation or do you specifically talk in the book about networking situations? It's everything. So it really does span the gamut between professional relationships, personal relationships, there's even a little bit of romantic relationships in there because at the end of the day, all relationships and all connections, which lead to relationships are, are born of the same, uh, the same straws, the same ways and, and built on that same foundation. And mm. so, you know, you can really apply it in so many different ways. It's just, it's how you show up and it's mm. what you put into uh, how you present yourself and how, how you interact and then how you continue to follow up with those connections. Because we can network 
all all day once we get over our nerves. But yeah. what are you doing afterwards? Because how many times, and I know I've done this, and one of the goals really needs to be is after this, what am I doing next? Because I, I've always yeah. had these stacks of business cards. I'm like, who was that again? Yeah. What is that? Mm-hmm. Where did I yeah. need them? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a perfect one-two punch so, for the work you do. Because you talk about connection all the time as well. Uh, yeah. Let's talk. About, <laughs> let's talk about these goals, Rachel. So here's the here's the problem. My goals are always I'm going to exit this thing in 13 minutes or less. <laughs> like that is. I don't think that, she's talking about a time. That goal. is my goal. <laughs> always is like, I'm going to get up. up. I'm going to be out of here before they serve the first round of hors d'oeuvres. Uh, you know, it's like I need to sneak out the back. But that that's so. Here's the challenge, though. So. It's interesting. I find a lot of people in our line of work are introverts when they're not on stage, right? And mm-hmm. that's that is something that um, gets exposed <laughs> the minute you are in a more intimate environment, and now you're required to mingle and do all those things. So, without a handler there for me, without somebody who is walking me around. I will find the darkest corner and slowly just slide. I'm like, I'm like Homer into the bushes, right? I'm like, I just, I don't, it's not comfortable for me. So my question is this, what is it? What would be a decent goal for someone whose normal goal is to get the hell out of there as fast as possible? Just stand in the light, Brant. Just stand in the light. Caroline, run to the light. (laughs) And I was going to go for baby steps. What was that? uh, Oh, my gosh. What was that movie? Where is the baby steps? Oh, man. I'm going to remember this afterwards. I think it was like Richard Dreyfuss. I'm going way back. Dating myself right now. You're going to remember it. (laughs) I know. Richard Dreyfuss. We're kidding. We know. He's. Yes. Billy it's, Crystal, Richard Dreyfuss, Baby Steps, anyway. Mr. Uh, Mr. Holland's Opus, right? Isn't that Close no. Encounters of the Third Isn't that? Oh, yeah, he was in that too. Yeah, yeah. See, we know what you're talking about. We're older than you. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so I just, anyway, I think it's tough. I think it's it, hard. Okay. No, so, you can baby step it. Yeah. Honestly, it's, it's, it's choosing something really small. So what's the one step up from hiding in the corner? It's quite literally not hiding. Um, what's mm-hmm. the one step up from that would be finding that table kind of like Jim was just talking about yeah. and just asking them, hey, could I could I set my plate down, which means you have to stage for the hors d'oeuvres, uh, yes. get that puff pastry, put it yeah. on a plate and just yeah. ask, hey, do you mind if I put this down here and then say, hey, I, I'm Brent. And is... that's honestly everybody else is in the weirdest spot, too. So. I, I I really appreciate this first idea of realizing everybody's awkward, right? So in my head, do you ever did you ever see um, Dennis Quaid on Ellen when when she would have him go in? She would have a basically a earpiece in his ear, and he'd have to say whatever it is that she said, mm-hmm. and he would walk into no. like a star. Oh, this is the some of the greatest video ever is he would walk into a Starbucks and and she would have him announce himself like Dennis Quaid is here <laughs> and, and everyone just turns and looks like who is this guy right awesome but that's what I feel like every time I walk into a networking event is that I'm Dennis Quaid and I should announce myself and it, it comes up more like <laughs> Miss Quaid is here. <laughs> you know? I so mean, if, baby you're, steps. if you're walking in there and saying Brand's here, then maybe that's part of the problem. We can talk about. Yeah, that. that's a totally different so, so intervention. Podcast. So let's say this: don't hide. How's that? Baby steps. Don't hide. Yeah, don't hide. Make a make. I mean, like 
you, you got to go a little bit past that, but that would be the first step. And then realize that you're not as uncomfortable as you thought when you're not hiding and not looking at your phone, utilizing that little computer we, we take with us everywhere to avoid any sort of eye contact or conversation. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, take that next step from there. <laughs> I think the, the goals that she was talking, if you wind up going, I'm just going to absolutely meet three people and that's that's baby step that's a small goal right? but from a time standpoint maybe it really is i'm 15 20 minutes maybe next time i could do a little bit more but i also would think instead of the dark corner what if you just got into the one high top the one area where it's in the light it's on the fringe it's on the edge you don't have to weave your way through the entire event which is what i think that the client or you feel obligated to do if it's just something on your own it has nothing to do with speaking I don't feel like that. Not that they are going to come to you, but you could sort of sit there at the one table and meet a couple. And then when you feel comfortable, branch out. I feel like I need yeah. an icebreaker. I, I need to say, I can't just walk up and not. Hi, it's, it's, I'm it, Brant. <laughs> fine. Fine. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> it's not that hi. hard. And if you recognize everybody else is as awkward and uncomfortable as you are, you saying hi opens the door for them to relax a little bit. Okay. And honestly, a, an, another trick is if you – a lot of these events that, that many of us go to, speakers or non-speakers, our uh, trade shows are attached. The people behind those booths have to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's their job. You can very easily go up to any booth and be like, oh, tell me about what you guys do. And then start mm-hmm. a conversation there. Yeah. At least it looks like you're engaging. And maybe you do actually end up in a conversation with someone that's yeah. somewhat beneficial. I did yeah. that once and I, I got an earful on the entire industry, which I, I could not use all of that. It was pretty negative, but <laughs> it was a conversation. I, it feels like overthinking, right? In the three hours Possibly. that I spent on TikTok yesterday, um, I, mm. I did see this video of a, a kid holding on. He's in, a, he's in like a lake and he's holding on to a, one of the ropes that are floating and he's crying and screaming and the mother comes over and just sits stands him up and he's only like up to here but it's what classic overthinking looks like right you don't realize it but i i i mean honestly that's what i feel like this has come to is i'm overthinking it just say mm-hmm. hi my name is and it's done right and not don't Truly. think you got to be like if you were a willow tree <laughs> what, what, uh, that's what i feel like i need you know? what's your favorite animal that's <laughs> right what's a botanist do you know that like, should I, be your opening line to every networking event i feel like that would work for you who's yeah, your but, favorite muppet like i i feel like i need to show up with something like that oh, i just gosh. otherwise it's we're gonna I don't feel like we have enough time today, Brant. Yeah, it really is turning into an intervention. <laughs> and it's Beaker. Does that, does that, does that solve anything? <laughs> does that say anything about me that my favorite muffin It says a Beaker. lot about you. Yes, okay. So, okay, so we got two good thoughts yeah. so far, Rachel. You got be empathetic, just realizing everybody's awkward. Love the, you know, set a goal, whether it's number of people or time or location in the event. I know you've got a third thought that rocks on how can people connect better at a at a networking event. I do. And honestly, this is the biggest hack of all is to get curious. Asking questions mm. and letting them speak more in a conversation is the easiest way to hold a conversation. And not only uh, does it kind of get you and the focus off of you, out of that center stage, but the people who speak the most in a conversation rate it the highest. So the more mm. that you can get someone talking, the more they're going to walk away and be like, gosh, golly, gee, that, that Jim, that Brant, they were really fantastic because they just talked the whole time. 
and you were listening. So getting somewhat curious, find something about them. It could be, you know, wow, you really wrote your name interestingly. <laughs> Tell me about that. It yes. could be starting with where they're from and then asking a question afterwards. But the more curious that you can be about somebody and the more you can keep them talking, the better the conversation is going to go. I love it. All of Rachel's conversations apparently happened in happy days in 1950. <laughs> Gosh, golly gee there, Richie. <laughs> Get out of here, Potsy. Um, I, I love this. So so our uh, we were recording another podcast uh, today as well with a, a good buddy of ours. His name is Jim Trick. And um, Jim has uh, got a really successful uh, life coaching practice up in Marblehead, Massachusetts. He's also a Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy. No way. And Very cool. He is probably the single most curious person we know. Mm-hmm. And and to the point, like, he takes it to an extreme, like complete strangers. <laughs> you know, he'll walk right up and go, so tell me, where, where do you stand on Jesus? Like, I mean, just like, to- <laughs> like go mm-hmm. deep end craziness, right? And just honestly, for the pure curiosity of it, it's nothing about... He doesn't really want to push anything on you. He wants to engage you in a level of conversation that is worth more than nice weather we're having. For sure. Right. And he's doing it, whether it's with people standing there like it's uncomfortable for us to hear him say that. But he does this on his own anyway. That's just how he's wired. Yes. He's awesome. I mean, he probably makes people feel important. Even if, if sometimes I wouldn't suggest leading with Jesus. I mean, <laughs> in a, yes. no offense. Where's the clip? To... That is the clip we're using for this episode. I wouldn't suggest leading with Jesus. Marker. But like, Marker. You can work him into the conversation at some point. <laughs> it's, but here's the thing. As awkward and crazy as that is, people still engage with him. Right. Like, I can't believe he just smiles. You know what I mean? He's not like a psycho when he says it you know but he's he just gives this <laughs> nice he? warm smile and and it sort of leads you to have honestly i've i've watched strangers say things that i'm like why are you revealing all of these things <laughs> stop talking that you are giving us way too much information that we probably shouldn't know but i i feel like that is something that um takes the pressure off of feeling like you have to be prepared walking into the room. If you're just curious, it could be the outfit, the shoes they're wearing, mm-hmm. the you know what they thought of maybe a previous speaker. Did you hear that person? Did you do? But I think that yeah. really sort of, doesn't it take some of the pressure off? A hundred percent. The more questions you, that you can ask someone, and I'm not saying in, in terms of an interrogation kind of way, you want to make sure that it's, it's you're yes. actively in the conversation. It's not just, mm-hmm. okay, now I'm going to ask this question, right. then I'm going to ask this question. But yeah, starting with something light <laughs> is my recommendation. But hey, if Jesus works, uh, don't. What's the last four of your social, Jim? <laughs> <Yes. Yeah, exactly. laughs> Can you add me as a beneficiary today? Yes. That's right. <laughs> Too soon? Exactly. Too soon? Mm. Yeah. Our, our good friend uh, Ty Bennett talks about this a lot. You know, he says it's more important to be interested than interesting. And I think that goes to what you're yes. saying. And it sort of solves the issue. Yeah. Like, like you said, it's a great hack that if you people love to, you know, they love to talk in a lot of ways, at least to be able to put down their own opinion or to share anything. And and the really smart ones will realize if they're maybe talking too much, they'll turn the tables and maybe ask you more about you. 
Um, for me, it's even better as a speaker because I kind of don't want them to know everything about me because I'm going to save some of the fun and the yuck yucks and the energy for when we get on stage. But people just in general, yeah, if you could just sort of shower them without, you know, without going too far, um, let, let them do the majority of the talking. I think that I think that's brilliant. That's a great way for people to go. I'm still interacting. I, and, and, and by the way. I'm coming to learn from and, and meet all these other people. This is the whole reason I'm here. So if you take that mindset, you're probably going to get a, a, you know, a lot more out of it. I think it's great. Yeah, especially in that networking situation. You are you are there for a purpose, whether you were sent by uh, an organization that you work for or you're there for yourself. Uh, you have an intention being there already. And why not use it? Why yeah. not actually pay attention to people and actually learn things about people that could be beneficial to whatever that end goal is? And Exactly. You know, especially for my my introverts, it's they're always so concerned about maintaining that energy level or maintaining interest or, uh, you know, knowing the right thing to say. And frankly, it's it's not a lot about what you say. It's it's how you respond and mm-hmm. and how you can just make someone else feel like they're important with you know, authenticity attached to it. You know, we're not just feigning the fact that you find them interesting. You have to find something interesting. And I say, no matter who you are talking to, there is something that you can get curious about. Sure. So put it on them and then, you know, answer with your sentence and then go back to them. (laughs) So you're saying you don't have to necessarily always overcompensate for your co-host. You could actually go together (laughs) as a buddy. We could do this together. I believe I in know. you guys. Thank you. At least one of us for sure. It's going to be very comfortable. Listen, we um, are thrilled that you took some time to play in our sandbox today. Yes. yes. <laughs> and, she adored. You know, we, we love you. We, we just think that uh, honestly you can do no wrong. And um, you know, where, where can people stay in touch with all things Rachel? All things Rachel. I am Rachel D'Alto on every platform, and uh, my website's racheldialto.com. So, all over yes. the place. Watch all your morning shows. If she's not on there yes. talking about how to be relatable, she's, you know, walking Jim and I through couples counseling. So, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Which is going to happen. It's going to happen. This is the start of that relationship That's right it. now. And we'll obviously have all of your social stuff, all of that that you just said in the show notes. We'll we'll actually recap all three of the thoughts that rock uh, that you provided. And I know, I know there are people that, like you said, maybe somebody's told them they have to go to the event, or mm-hmm. they've just never felt comfortable. They're trying to branch out and, and meet some, you know, regardless of the type of networking event. And I think all three of these are fantastic. So thank you so much. Thanks for having me. This was delightful. Awesome. Delightful. I love it. I love it. She is, she is in happy days today. I'm telling you. That's it. She's going to be, if she stood up right now, she's wearing a poodle skirt. <laughs> well, so am I. And we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> hey, aren't we all? He's wearing one too. We're so good. It's fine. That's it. All right. We'll all talk right. to you soon. You're the you best. Guys. Love you. Rock on. Bye, guys. Hey, rock stars. Thanks so much for tuning in. Yeah, and listen, we know how busy you are. Grabbing those little nuggets of wisdom that can amp up your life are super hard to come by. 
So we hope this episode helped you enough for you to maybe subscribe and consider leaving us a rating and a review so that we can continue to grow the show. Thus That Rock is a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network and also supports Cannonball Kids Cancer and their fight for finding and funding treatment options for kids who have run out of options. They're amazing. Their work is incredible. To learn more, please go to cannonballkidscancer.org. Finally, if you're interested in having Brant or Jim or both of us speak at your event, whether as a virtual webinar or an in-person conference keynote or mastermind, contact us directly at thoughtsatrock.com. Until next time, rock Rock on. on!